When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And we're joined today by DJ Nikki Beatnik. Hey, hey, hey there, DJ. Hey, <laughs> hey, is is Nikki Beat Nick your real name or is it your DJ yeah, name? Yeah, it's totally my real name. Is it? That's so lucky that you became a. T- Imagine if I you know. become like I don't know a butcher. I'm a vegetarian, so oh, well, no, <laughs> So, Nikki, you're an international DJ and you're the musical director for Khalees, is that right? Well, yeah, I have been. We've been friends for over 20 years, so I've DJed for on and off for a long time. And then we've toured consistently together for about the last decade. And, um, yeah, she's my best friend, so we get to work together and... We've had a lot of fun over two decades. I bet. <laughs> I, what, 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 do you, what, what does one do when one is hanging out socially with Khalees? What's a, what's a typical activity? Say Saturday afternoon, do you go down the Bromley Glades, have a no, little poke around totally top shop? We go yeah. to Primark. Oh, oh, excellent. We go to the what, Secret Squirrel one in Lakeside <gasps> oh. because they always have the best stuff in there because it's not that fashion forward and it's really frigging clean and tidy and all the stuff are really polite and no one gives her any hassle so we always go to the lakeside one do they recognize her yeah people do but Khalees and me have been to like all over the world so we've traveled to all the primarks in every (laughs) yeah pretty much we've done them all and basically she gets recognized in every country without fail but it's just the way she handles it like she's very normal she's very down to her she'll look people right in the eye and go hi yeah i'm Khalees. nice to meet you and that's pretty much it yeah is this once handbag two ninety nine or three ninety nine? Yeah, <laughs> once you've done that, and, and then they'll say, "Can I have a picture?" And if she's with her kids, she'll be like, "No, I'm with my kids." And most people are pretty normal. That's great. Yeah. But if we're in a club situation, people turn into freaks, and they'll like body check you out of the way and throw you across the floor to get a picture with her. Yeah, that's mm. slightly different. Um, but yeah, hanging out is like very normal because she's a n- very normal person. We come from the same kind of era of music we've known each other so long and we've got the same lights we became friends because she was like hanging out at the club and I was playing her record before a lot of other people were really into it and she we met and she was like hey I like your shoes and I'm like I like your bag and then that was is it from Primark yes it is I love Primark oh my god it was probably more like Chloe or like Stella McCartney or Chanel in those days but yeah so yeah so it's very much but nowadays like I just came back from LA and I was staying with her out there and a Saturday would probably She's a workout fanatic, so she's always trying to get me to go and climb a mountain or jump off a bridge or do a bungee jump or something absolutely Ugh, deranged. Exhausting. And I'm like, no, I'm going to drink Hennessy. And, uh, <laughs> and then... 
that's a sport. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a sport. Yeah, yourself. come on, Khalees. And then we would maybe like we both like cooking, and she's a qualified chef now. And she's doing all that as her like career. So we might like whip up a brunch or something, or go and like eat somewhere nice and cheeky Nando's. Oh my god, she loves Lando. Of course she does. She's our people. She's, She's so people. upset She's when they us. wouldn't give her a black card because <gasps> they, they gave one to frigging Dappy or and like Chipmunk, and they wouldn't give one to Khalees. And she was like, "I'm a chef. I travel all over the world cooking. Do you not yeah. think this was a good idea to and give I'm, me a black card? I'm not Dappy. Like <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, you should like, get a black card these, just for like, not being Dappy. People had them, and we were so like JLS had one. All right, cool, fine. Like they were giving them to so many different people. <laughs> not cool, people. let's be honest. Not that well, cool. No, I like them. They're nice things. Like, they're gorgeous. lovely, but then yeah, but yeah. But Khalees was <laughs> they're like, they're not Khalees. Please give me a black card. Like she was, we were. She went. We had a dinner one time, and her manager was there, and we invited the, this girl. The manager invited a girl, and Khalees cooked for everyone. And then we came to find out she was the marketing person for Nando's. Oh, come and she on. she still wouldn't give us one. Well. I didn't even want one because I'm veggie, so I don't need it. But refillable drinks loved, though, Nikki. I know. Refillable drinks. Diet Coke for life. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Like a chalice that never so, empties. Yeah, so yeah, loves Nando's. They're borderline obsessed with it. <laughs> now we talked about Khalees. You've also toured with All Saints and like heaps of other cool people. I, I read Nicola Roberts. Nicola Roberts, amazing. Yeah, Off of the Girls few. Allowed. Off of the Girls Allowed. Amazing. Yeah. Love them. Big yeah. fans. Who's been your favourite person? I mean, apart from Khalees, obviously, because obviously from LA to Lakeside Thurrock, you've been through a lot. Apart <laughs> from that, she. No one can come close to working with her because she's so friggin' interesting that she gets musical influences from all eras and she'll take risks so she'll be willing to change a show two minutes before you go on stage most artists are not like that like they'll have rehearsals they'll have we're doing this dance move at this three minutes 28 three minutes 29 we're going to go into this nothing would ever change so it's very like so as far as creativity she's the most creative artist i've ever worked with and then you get other people coming in like i've dj'd a lot of parties for like cool people and celebrities like Ronnie Wood from Rolling Stones absolute sweetheart like so down to earth so nice so like and then you get like the American kind of J-Lo's and people like that and Beyonce where the security will stand around J-Lo and you can't go near her or look at mm. her and stuff like that's you know that's you like can you total... not look her in the can you look at her bottom is that allowed I think so yeah. I mean it's fine you can but they they keep them very separate in a separate area the buttocks yeah. the buttocks you know are I mean? just yeah. kept separated at all times <laughs> for maximum uplift but yeah like Puffy he's really fun to DJ for I've done a bunch of parties for him he's like you know crazy party animal and then yeah there's just there's everyone's different and pretty much I work for myself so no one really gives me shit and if mm. they do I'll tell them where to go because I'm quite a strong person and sometimes you get people screaming at you play this record now play that record now like and you just have to be like firm but polite I would mm. say so. I, I love now that you've got a, a range of t-shirts with just no requests on it yeah oh, I love like much this how is I a feel movement about life. yeah, yeah. Hashtag we no did request. it as a tongue in cheek for DJ so we do a, a YouTube interview like a DJ vlog mm. with different DJs because I'm I'm like a great lover of DJs and like the culture of DJing because I've done it for 27 years now since I was a kid wow. And um, so I just wanted to kind of do interviews in my in my on my YouTube channel to kind of celebrate the talents of DJs. So that's where the no request thing came from. Did no I, I have been known to go up to DJs when I'm very drunk. And go, have you got any banger boys? I don't um, even know what they 
Venger boys are back in town. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Venger bus is coming and everybody's oh, jumping. Oh, that one sounds New a little familiar. San Francisco, the intercity mm, disc. I'd There's like a sailor rather... and a cowboy and some that Dutch women. That was YMCA, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a similar vibe. Sounds like Ace of Base as yeah. well, very much. <laughs> oh, no, I'd base. probably rather lick vomit from the pavement than play Venga Boys. Oh, hand on heart. Hand on heart. Hand on heart. Yeah. But what, 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 what about Hand on Your Heart and Tell Me by Kylie Minogue? Mm, no, probably. no, 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 Kyle's all right. I do I'm like her though. I really like her. Um, and Danny, they're really nice. Now, um, we we like to start off the podcast, even though we're halfway through, really, uh, to have a bit of family chat. So, can you tell us a bit about your about your family? Have you got children? Have you got yes, a husband? I've got one child. Yeah, called Harley, and he's two and a half, and he's a little bundle of energy, and he doesn't like. I think sleeping. we all know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's two and a half year old boy. Sleeping. Yeah. And I was on tour the whole time I was pregnant with him and I was stood next to the drums. Oh. It was like me, DJ, drums, and then and on a tour bus until I was like six months pregnant. Mm. And I was still flying around at seven months pregnant and I was still... So I was doing the Khalees tour, then I did like all my stuff as well, all my summer gigs. And then at the end of the summer, I was like eight to nine months pregnant and I was still doing the All Saints tour. So I was on stage at GAY in Manchester and they'd put my DJ booth on a rider, on a riser, like, a few feet up. Mm. And the tour manager was like, just hop up there and go and do your sound check. I went, at what part can I hop up there now? Like, <laughs> eight months pregnant. So I sort of basically put one leg up and my whole hip slipped out. Oh! While I was at a sound check on stage, I had to get a wheelchair oh. on the main stage. Glamour. Yeah. Party time! <laughs> then they wheeled me through the backstage bit out into the main crowd of G.A.Y. into the streets of Manchester to the St. John's Ambulance Sorry, in full funny. costume Sorry. like ready to go on stage and in Manchester they were like okay so we're going to take you to hospital and you might go into early labour and I was like no I'm not having my child in Manchester mm. I'm due on stage in 10 minutes I'm going back I'm from so, South East London yeah, yeah we don't play like that so they turned me back around pushed me back through the crowd Past the lady that won the Eurovision with the beard. Oh, yes. Chiquita. She was so fabulous. Yeah, and yeah. I was so embarrassed. I was in a frigging wheelchair. <laughs> she did have a beard on, to be fair. I mean, yeah, we've, I all, like, we've all got difficult she situations. She amazing. Yeah. And I'm sitting in a wheelchair, like, being pushed through the streets by St. John's Ambulance. <laughs> back onto the stage and then helped into my booth. And then that was, like, the point where I was like, maybe I need to stop DJing. <laughs> There's no business. Yeah. There's no business. So, oh, yeah, I've got a family. Amazing. I've got a, a partner who I'm engaged to. I can't be bothered to sort out a wedding. So oh, I'm fuck that yet. shit. No. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of hassle. Because I've organised about 50,000 parties yeah. in my career and club nights and stuff. So the thought of organising a wedding makes me feel nauseous. I mean, before you had children, you obviously have this amazing, glamorous knife. You're flying yeah, all over the world. Yeah. Like you were saying, you've been to like over 60 countries, yeah, yeah. hanging out with pop stars, going to Primark in Lakeside, yeah, yeah. Like living the dream. The dream. All well, of no, the it things. Is, isn't it? And Nando's. <laughs> yeah. It's like big pimping. <laughs> what, did, were you prepared for how your life would change after you had a baby? Was it what you expected? No, I thought I'd just roll along and like bring him to gigs and it would be the same because that's what I saw Khalees doing. Right. And then I realised like DJs are not really the same as singers. And my milkshake doesn't bring all the babies to the yard yeah. well it kind of did before but yeah no, I'm not so sure but yeah no but I realised like with DJs and sound checks and stuff our our world 
is very male dominated always has been it's not a bad thing because i've always i've never really wanted to be called a female dj or anything but the reality is those male djs have got wives at home looking after everything for them Mm. or their managers or you know and they're not taking their kid out on the road with them yeah it's not always conducive to having children being a woman and being a dj i don't think it's Mm. not set up for that and no one cares like no one cares if you're a mum no one cares if you've got like childcare issues or you know what i mean Mm. like it's just not really set up for that hence why i think all the really biggest djs in the world are all guys Mm. So, yeah. You've got to change it, Nikki. You've got to change well, the system, Well, we're trying man. our best. We're yeah. trying our best. But at the same time, you do want to be at home with your kids. So... Yeah. You wouldn't want to just be like, all right, peace, I'm going to Ibiza. You know, you have yeah. to have, like, a bit of a sense of reality as well, that mm. your life has changed, and it's for the better in a lot of ways. I think that's so, yeah. what I, I was quite surprised by, by how much I would want to be at home. Yeah, me too. And not be at work, because I love my job so much. Yeah. And I, I couldn't Nothing's really imagine... being a mum. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that I would love it this much. And Even Lakeside Primark. I mean, cannot compete. You can take a baby there. You can yeah, take it's a baby true. there. I That's... have done. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and is he? So, what was his first concert then? I mean, I know when you started. Oh, so um, yeah, I wasn't in a good way because I had an emergency cesarean, and I couldn't really walk on my own. But I went back to doing press stuff because I had a record and a video that came out right as I had Harley, and they wanted me to do press days and stuff. So after about six weeks, as soon as I could walk and drive, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the press day. And I turned up and I was being videoed and stuff. And I was like, oh, kill me now. Because, you know, like you haven't lost any baby weight and you're just like, you don't feel great. And yeah, I was in a bad way. Like I, I still I was like anemic and stuff and not feeling great. And I had all these cameras in my face. And I was like just kill me <laughs> but I went back to DJing probably the week after that mm. so maybe I had two months off but that was because it was forced on me I thought I would go back straight away yeah and just be back in the club like yeah yeah it's know, fine it's fine my party because I had a part a weekly party then as well so so I felt bad every week I wasn't at my own party mm. and I had to send other people to do it you know what I mean I felt bad and there was a lot of pressure because you're self-employed so no one's looking after you mm. you don't have like a magical maternity period where they're paying your wages you know what I mean so yeah so I went back too soon probably and then yeah I've just been kind of working ever since yeah and well, your, your husband sort of works in creative field as well yeah, so you kind of yeah. try and go well sorry I've got to go hang out with Khalees and then you can you yeah can, it doesn't go down that well though <laughs> no but yeah like every you know, I went to the Grammys last year and DJed and this year I went for Grammy time again and did loads of Grammy parties and stuff and was DJing the whole time but every time I say I'm doing that, you know, he wants to be cool. He wants to be like, yeah, I'm the cool partner. But they're not cool about it. You know they're not. None of them are. Leaving, no. leaving them with the child. And then he just calls his mum and basically she does everything. Mm. So, yeah. I can't understand what that's like, Nikki. <laughs> I'm being very honest. I, he'll never go, he's never going to listen no, to this. No, no, they mom. never do. No one does. No. Um, <laughs> What's a Grammy party like? Is it like cheese and pineapple on sticks, but the sticks are gold? That sort of thing? Kind of, yeah. Is it? 
We've no, got to get in there. No, they don't have uh, Monster Munch rolled I in might, cocaine. Yeah. I might like suggest that for next year because my friend's missing a trick with his party, something. Cheese and pineapple. You Everyone loves a cheese yeah. and pineapple. People really like they it. Do, yeah. They do, they yeah. do. Oh my goodness. No, I don't do pineapple and cheese together. Well, I don't okay. understand people that have it on pizza. So I'm like, what kind of person? Oh, don't bring it up, Nikki. Don't Nikki. bring it up, Nikki. I just don't understand. Nikki. It stresses me out so much. Let me tell you something. People that drink tea all the time. Uh, that hot I can't. drinks, no. That, that I, can't. I like cold drinks and hot men. You're a freak. Uh, <laughs> I have a cold man and a lot of hot she drinks. She will go to Pizza Express, lovely extensive menu of Italian pizzas, everything you can have want. You can have a fried egg, you can have like rocket, yeah. you can have whatever you want. She'll go, uh, have you got a Hawaiian? No. No. Because we're fucking Tuscan. <laughs> yeah. That is not an Italian delicacy. No, I have been told. <laughs> yes. So let's let's yes. get stuck into the DJ chat. Yeah. Nikki. So how did this all start? When was? Can you remember the moment where you thought this is what I want to do with my life? Yeah, I, want to be I can. A DJ. Yeah. Well, not really my life because there wasn't a career path for DJs. And I don't think there still is really. But I remember very distinctly being, like, from about fourteen, fifteen, going to nightclubs. And parties, and it was like the end of the acid rave movement is still happening. So I knew guys that are a bit older that had cars, and they there would be a convoy. So you would go to, you'd get a flyer, or you'd be given a phone number. You'd go to a phone box, you'd mm. call the number, and they'd say meet at Scratchwood Services on the M1. You'd go to Scratchwood Services, and then there'd be a get convoy. Get a Ginsters buffet bar. Yeah, yeah. Even before Ginsters, it was probably a sausage and beans in those days. Pack a pie at best. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, then you'd get in this convoy and you'd all drive to like a location that only one person knew in the middle of a field and there'd be an almighty massive... And because I lived in Hertfordshire at that time, it was like all the area for acid raves. And then Margaret Thatcher brought in that bill where you weren't allowed to have gatherings and kind of mm. shut them down. But I remember going to a club called The Pig where Roy the Roach... Sounds and, lovely. It was amazing. It was such I a I love club. The Pig. It was off... Is it, it members only? <laughs> Yes, and it's everyone around there was totally fabulous. Yeah. It was so cute. Trevor Nelson used to DJ there sometimes, but play like House and Soul and stuff. And this guy called Roy the Roach, and he's actually a Facebook friend of mine now, but I never really told him that he had quite an influence. And I was like maybe 15 or 16, and I'd watch him, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I was literally like, I'm going to make it happen. And then after that, maybe... A year after I bought decks and then I started mixing like the guy that I bought the decks off was like why are you buying decks because he could not understand why a girl because there was no really point, would yeah. buy decks I mean he was like 88 or why not save one. your money for tampons yeah, what's wrong with you exactly it was <laughs> that kind of thing they were like well you're never gonna like how how do you know what to do and my dad built me my first speakers <gasps> and I got a little made to fade mixer which was this tiny little mixer for scratching and I literally had all my like old house records and then my like De La Soul, Queen Latifah and stuff like that. And I just taught myself to DJ and I was very like for about a year just in my house just teaching myself. And then the first gig I got was this club which is still open to this day, Bachelor Hall in St Albans. And I was just like, this guy that was DJing was like, you know every word to every song. I was like, that's because I'm a DJ. And he said, oh, do you want to DJ next week? And I was like, yes, I do. And that was it. And I was really stressed out and nervous but I did it and then from there like when I was at university I studied fine art and I kind of done fashion and then I switched to fine art and then I was like this is kind of boring but I'm going to put on my own parties so 
I started putting Fuck paintings these... let's party yeah, yeah exactly yeah and it was like the movement of so I went to art college just after Tracy Emin and all those kind of people but a lot of my friends were at St Martin's as well so I'd come up every weekend and we'd go out to like Pushka and all these friggin' amazing warehouse parties that used to happen mm. in like late like early 90s time and boy George was like DJing and um, Princess Julia was like one of the only female DJs that I really would see out and so there was hardly any women, hardly any at all. And it was very difficult to get taken seriously or even get a slot. Did you have, because we, there's, there's this famous thing in comedy and Helen and I have actually had this way. Helen, when we were, quite early on when we were still doing solo stuff, Helen was on the bill on a Saturday night at this gig, which I'd done before. And I rang the bloke up and said, oh, can I, I'm coming anyway. Can I just come on and do five minutes just to do some material? And he said, well, the thing is, Ellie, you know, with Helen, there's already a woman a on woman. the bill. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that happened all the time. And he said, oh, yeah, no, audiences don't like it if there's more than one woman. And I was yeah, like, I'm sure have, you, have you asked them that now. individually? Yeah. <laughs> it's not so much like that in DJing now. There's loads of chicks doing it. There's lots of people from, like, the celebrity world and models and everyone wants to DJ. I think it's been made so cool and they think it's easy money. Mm. So now there's tons more people doing it and more women but I've never just been an advocate of just women doing it just for the sake of it. I'm like, if you're going to do it, be good. Mm. Be better than some of the guys. Like, why? You, you've got two hands and a brain. There's no reason why. Like, back in the day, I used to carry 60 kilograms of records a night on my own. Two massive record boxes. So you had to be physically strong. You had to be dedicated and go record shopping every weekend. And it was like 10, 15 pounds per record. Mm. Now you can download or just take CDs out or like laptop serato so there's no physical reason why you shouldn't be as good you just can't be bothered to practice so i'm not an advocate for just women being there as token women at all but people are still come up to me and go oh you're a girl and they'll go to my little brother who i talked to dj at 11 did you teach her did you did you teach her to do that because she's really good isn't she and i'm like it's like no actually she taught me but yeah that's just standard crap that goes on like fuck the patreon Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Yeah. Mm. So, and you yeah, run you good. run your own club night, is that right? Yeah, I've run very many lots of club nights over the years from one that was really famous in London called 57 German Street around um, 2000, 2002 that Madonna used to come to, Leonardo DiCaprio. And oh, did you ever go to one. Primark with Madonna? That's oh, the dream, Ellie. Really like Marks and Spencers. Oh, I think she might like a bit of M and S. M and Co. Yeah, I can oh, see Madonna I love M and Co. M and Co. Kids stuff. Don't sleep on that. It's good. You know they've shut it down. I know Forest Hill, but on, very online is really good. I get loads of. Don't sleep on M and Co. That's oh. the no. motto of the podcast. Yeah, I love go. it. <laughs> we did a gig in the salubrious Saffron Walden last night, and they have a very strong branch of M and Co. I think we'll just base our next tour just on the M and Co. branches. Yeah. yeah, we could do a collabo with you and Khalees. Just like go around the Primarks of the UK. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that would be her favourite thing ever. If it was like a free Nando's at lunchtime as well, yeah. we're gonna make this happen. She would do it. And also, I saw on your Instagram she was wearing a cat suit the other day, a purple yeah. cat suit. I was yeah. like, hang on, Khalees. Oh, she's yeah. known for cat suits. She's oh. got a whole wardrobe full of them. Oh, damn it! They're all maybe haven't we all, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that my cat suit days are gone. I'm afraid. What? Her, what? I always joke with her that she's like wears AJ clothes because she's so <laughs> tiny I'm like oh you're getting your age 8 cat suit out again are you <laughs> I mean we've got a whole stack of them maybe yeah, don't you... forget your book bag yeah <laughs> one of those <laughs> what, but what do you wear then are you saying into fashion so you, you, you're not, you not going to don a cat suit anymore have you got your oh, I would but you know like when I get ready to go out and DJ I'm usually like looking after Harney he's screaming at me He's like saying ice cream, drink, like being demanding. Oh, it's the nouns. That's it. The sh- the ranting yeah, of like, the nouns. Drink, ice drink, cream, drink, ice cream, drink, drink, raisins. Yeah. What's that? We're in a telly, uh, deli, deli. We're in a restaurant lunch today, waiting for like the lunch to arrive, mm. and Joe just sat there going, salmon, salmon, salmon. I was like, I don't have any salmon. I'm in a yeah, and I'm like, I need salmon in my handbag as well. Yeah. Like it takes me at least fifteen minutes to make you something. Yeah, but he wants it right now. So. Uh. Yeah, so like before I used to be, you know, we'd go and do a show for Roberta Cavalli or something and I'd take two hours to get, I'd have a plan of what I was going to wear. I'd wear a luxurious cape dress with a bow and some thigh high boots. And now I'm like, I'm putting on some black jeans and a t-shirt and, and a red lip. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's happening. That's, that's, like, fine. It's going that's down. right. And maybe yeah. a sparkly boot. Yeah. If I feel really extravagant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something so that may or may time. not have snot on it. Yeah, exactly. And some ice cream. And some yogurt or something. Yeah, always a bit of yogurt. That's yeah. You always feel so party fresh with a bit of um, yeah. bodily fluids. So, uh, I'm, I, you know, I have a wardrobe full of these amazing outfits that I might or might not wear again. But yeah. I'm like, God, I'm tired. I don't sleep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But I was when you tired when I was touring, but touring tired and doing two hours of sleep and then getting on a plane and then you only really have to worry about yourself. Mm. It's nothing compared to child tired. No. It's not the same thing. No. no. You're not worrying that that, that person's going to die. It's the yeah. frontal lobe thing going, yeah, yeah, are yeah. they fed? Have they shat you themselves? You never properly sleep. You are sleep they okay? No. no, that's right. You get the, yeah. the eye twitch just thinking mm. about them. Yeah. I mean, so, they're lovely. We love them. But oh, yeah. It's the best thing Fucking knackering. <laughs> but yeah, the, the fashion states definitely now, I prefer a flat shoe. So how would you sort of describe your sort of DJing style? Like, do you just follow your instincts or do you have a particular... Like, do you... Do you sort of frame it for the gig or the client yeah it's very much about the gig like in June I did Alan Carr's 40th so and then the year before I did Leona's 30th so just taking those two as examples for instance oh my god yes sorry I'm just I'm having a quiet orgasm in the background (laughs) 
But yeah, so Alan Carr's birthday, I kind of had an idea, you know, what they might like, what the age demographic would be. And then, so I'll make folders of music in my Serato. And then the Serato, which works with the decks, exactly as old-fashioned decks used to work. So you can have two pieces of vinyl and then you just put your needle on and put your um, mouse on the record and it will act exactly the same. Great. Oh, wow. So you can literally DJ as an old-school DJ, but with new technology. You know, like, say you were going to do, like... I don't know, like L Style Awards, which I've done a bunch of times. Oh no, fashion people were like quite cutting edge stuff, some cheese and then some like Destiny's Child, for instance. Mm. So I'll already know that. And then when you get there, you look at the crowd and you just judge what's going on. So it's just different. Like I would play a different set in Shoreditch to what I would in West End. It's never hard and fast, but that's why you have to be an experienced DJ and you can't just stick to your set. I've seen DJs come like with a couple of CDs and be like, this is my set. And I'm like, I don't understand that Mm. because every single group of people is going to be different. And I could draw a frigging Heaven 17 or a Duran Duran if I want to. I know those tunes. So if that's the kind of crowd, I'd be like, okay, I got you. I know exactly, Mm. you know what I mean? Is it it quite addictive though? Like when you're watching the crowd, you're going, oh, I know in like two tracks time, I'm going to, I'm going to plant that. I'm I'm usually like 10 records ahead. Yeah. Ghostbusters is coming out. You're going to lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Drop. I'm not advised to Nobody is. I DJed at the uh, the Nix Awards, which is... And at the end of the night, all of them, they were all about 20, 22, 25. All of them wanted Spice Girls. And I was like, kill me now. (laughs) Oh, come on. Is this my life? Don't you like a little cheeky Spice? No, I don't. A little sprinkling of Spice. Because I'm the same age as them. To become a... Here in the world, shut up. <laughs> Basically. Fuck up your life. No, they used to come to my clubs. They're nice girls. They used to come to my parties. I met a couple of them through, you know, different people. And they're friends with all saints and stuff. But music-wise, no, I do not like the Spice Girls. <laughs> I have some it's integrity. An exclusive. And then you're nemesis, because that was going to be my next question. Like, is, is there someone well, you just... I still played it not... for them. I still, oh, I oh you're like, not a cunt. She's a pro. I was literally yeah. like, fuck my life. Like, <laughs> doing gun signs to my head in the DJ booth. Oh, that made me do a wee. <laughs> and also, I've done a lot of celebrity weddings and, like, weddings of, like... You know, just normal, average, everyday people that just want to have fun at their wedding. So mm. I'm going to play exactly what they want to play. Yeah. It's their big day, do you know mm. what I mean? So Obviously, I'm hugely famous. Uh, if I said to you, I just want you to play the Going for Gold theme tune on repeat at my wedding for three hours. <laughs> I, would, I would strongly advise you against it. <laughs> but I feel like... The heat is on. Okay, what's the, the theme? is, right? <laughs> what's a fee? You sound like Ellie. Ellie's like, yeah, what's a fee? Yeah. <laughs> Upwards of £50. Pounds. That's what I can promise you. I might say, yeah. I mean, it changes all the time. There's always someone out that I pretty much can't stand. Mm. But yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you feel about the X Factor? Oh, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, I think it's like serves a purpose. But at the same time, I mean, as much as the music industry's grown because of the internet and it's got a lot bigger and everyone can market their stuff, in a way it's shrunk. So only the artists that are getting lots of money pumped into them are doing really well, like the Ed Sheeran's. And that X Factor's kind of like... I uh, love the Ed Sheeran's, by the way. Yeah, the Ed Sheeran's are amazing. <laughs> the latest song is so good. Um, <laughs> All 19 of them. <laughs> Ed and the Sheeran's. <laughs> the public's made X Factor the monster it is. 
But then I watch The Voice and I really like it. I'm more of a I've get- been borderline obsessed with Tom Jones my whole life. Oh, yeah. Really? And one night I actually went out with him on a night. He came to one of my parties and then me and my manager at the time, he was like, should we go to China White? So like, this was like a decade or oh, so ago. Oh, China White? Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. So, but I was in the back of the limo with Tom Jones. And now I still think, was this a, something I made up in my head? <laughs> How was it? What was it like? Because I... For the first time, like, I was actually, like, quite starstruck. And he's, right. like, a silverback gorilla, like, alpha male, <laughs> which is right up my street. Yeah. I'm like, this is oh. possibly the greatest man of all Imagine time. Imagine him going at it with Paul Hollywood. Is that blowing your mind? Mm, Paul's not for me. Tom all the way. <laughs> I couldn't really speak to him. Yeah. So I was like, what do you say? And he's just sitting there being Tom Jones. Yeah. Now Ooh. I'd probably talk to him. I'd yeah. probably talk crap and stuff. But at the time I was, I'd probably had a Hennessy. I was like, mm, so what is Tom Jones? But, you know, playing it cool. Yeah. But now I'm like, why did you not speak to him? Like, <laughs> you know Did you mean? just stare at him? Going... No, I was like, hi, are you all right? Yeah. Just being cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's times where you need to stop being cool and be like, you're... Tom Jones you're amazing yeah, that's yeah. like the time we had a selfie with Mr Tumble we went we're putting cool to bed but yeah you should have been like alright Tom Jones uh, that's what I fancy was fancy a trip like, to Lakeside tomorrow oh yeah. my god now I'll I shout you totally a spud you that. like <laughs> maybe a crazy corn <laughs> now I would totally do that <laughs> what's been um, what's been the best gig you've ever done or has there been a gig where you've gone I've made it this is this is no, no. I never think that I, I, can't, I forget who I've met cause it's been so, and then someone will go remember when we did that Remember when we went to Atlanta and met T.I. and I was like, oh yeah, and little John. And I was like, oh yeah, he still follows me on Instagram. I forgot about that. We've mates on Facebook. But yeah, just random things like that. And I completely forget because I've had 27 years of this. Mm. A lot of Hennessy in between. <laughs> I'm only as good as my last gig. Do you know mm. what I mean? So last month I was playing at the Grammys and now I'm at home being a mum. And, mm. and then you feel like a failure again because you run your own company and you're like hustling for the next thing and the next thing and... Have you have you got a favourite gig though? Is there is there one that sticks your mind? That was a great night or a great time or you know? I mean, this is it, isn't it? This yeah, is, this is it. Yeah. This is, I think this is, this is it. it. Apart from Lakeside, yeah. You should DJ Lakeside Saturday afternoon. I used to DJ in H and M actually oh. on Saturdays. They put me in the window of H and M because I used to do all their launches. So I did like the long van, the Versace, and all these different launches they did, and they put me right in the window. And sometimes in the summer it was so hot, and I'd be oh. DJing for hours. It was fun, but I remember once. Do you know Jonathan Ross's brother, Paul Ross? Yeah, yeah. I remember him p- walking past me once there, going, oh, it's so loud. Oh, it's so loud. Turn it down. Turn it down. You'd always get these old codgers and older people going, oh, why is the music so loud? You're playing this. And a lot of tourists as well, so they'd be shouting at you in Italian or something. Thanks for your oh, input, like, Paul yes, Ross. thanks, Paul Ross. Yes. Do you also, you do you also right please keep telling that. us what you think about films because everyone really yeah, cares. No one cares. I didn't even know he did that. I just thought he was Jonathan's annoying brother that doesn't like loud music. That's all I got from that. So, yeah. I mean, I've done stuff like... I've, I've DJed at Omar Sharif's old villa in the mountains of Lanzarote for MTV and like mm. I was DJing in a that cave. That is an excellent sentence. Yes, yeah, <laughs> And Helen and I it. will literally never do that. We'll never be able to say that sentence. Um, that may be the best then, sentence ever said on this podcast, Nikki. And then someone else reminded me today, I went to breakfast with a guy I've known that, like, he was a dancer and now produced these amazing shows and stuff. And he was like, remember when you DJed in that amphitheatre in, in, where was it, in Turkey, in Bodrum? And I was like, no, I totally <laughs> 
so this stuff happens all the time or they'll put me on like oh one time I DJ at the Mobos and had a fight with Dane Bowers <laughs> Stain. We actually get on all right. Bless Dane Bowers. Hashtag Bless Dane Bowers. Oh, no, I did. I did. came to my club and he was like, we're all right, aren't we, Nicky? And I was like, yeah. But it what wasn't happened? him. It was like his annoying, irritating friends that I knew and I didn't like. And basically they put... Do you mean the rest of another level? Or is this like no, they were really nice, especially right, okay. Bob Back. Shout out to Bob Back. He was a nice <laughs> Yeah, no... We, they put oh. us in this nine in this massive true in the Truman Brewery. They had the after show in there. And they put us on this DJ booth, but it was twenty foot in the air <laughs> platform. They built this huge platform, and we had to climb up a ladder <laughs> like one of those stainless steel like Donkey ones Kong. Was, yeah, up a Donkey Kong ladder <laughs> with records in those days. We got up to the top, and I'd bought like maybe like four or five of my friends with me but they were all like big guys and then we got up there and then he had his entourage with him so I was DJing and then I realised like they'd taken my stuff out of my DJ bag and they'd taken my needles which were like £120 a pop this was bad you don't share needles everyone knows that (laughs) never share needles no it's bad news and I was just like this is not happening I don't know what happened but I I had an argument with them I was like what the fuck are you doing you don't do that it's disrespectful you would never do that to a guy like what are you doing and then then it just all kicked off so my mates that knew something was going on up there because it was all kind of shaking and And then you went and then they all started climbing up on the podium and this thing was like man made out of wood and my friends were all like six foot four six foot five big old guys and they were like hang on a minute this is not going down with nikki like this so they actually started like properly having a fight with his mates and the whole booth was doing it. And the next day we were in the Sun newspaper. They were like, DJ Nikki and Dane Bowers had a fight at the Mobos. Or some crowd. Was bad. Did was you, bad. Did you, Nikki, did you physically assault Dane Bowers? I wish I had. Oh, me too. Me too. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do anything. And we're cool. Dane's all right. Hashtag Great Dane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, oh. I forget all this stuff because I've had so many years of it. And, <laughs> Who you know, could forget Dane Bowers? <laughs> this is the... Apart from the rest of the population of Britain. Oh, oh my god! Well, that is. I I feel like we've peaked. Shall we? Shall we have a scummy mummy confession? Just we to should break it up a we bit. We should. Uh, my story uh, for this episode is I don't know. You might have seen this on our Instagram. I um, came downstairs. Everyone, you know, sort of, he's like, look, and he'd. Uh, written bum on a plaster and put it on the wall is this wrong i encourage my kids to do stuff like that oh. you, want, you, want to, you want to encourage that yeah wacky I'm like, i don't like fitting in anywhere like i don't i don't feel the need to fit in so i'm like yeah if you just want to be expressive and do your thing as long as you don't draw on any of my shoes it's cool <laughs> <laughs> fair enough i think fair that's good parenting enough uh, nikki do you have a scummy mummy confession is it about me or about my kid? Because my kid and my dog are always sharing food. <laughs> always. Oh, let's go like, with that. Yeah. yeah. I grew up sharing food with dogs and living in farmland. So, and I'm all right. I don't have worms. Were you a wolf? What are you talking about? Mm. We did, at our school though, they did used to give us worming tablets because I grew up in the Highlands of mm-hmm. Scotland. So we had to take worming tablets because all the kids used to do sheep dipping. Oh. So yeah, they would give us worming tablets. But like, because I grew up in the country, I'm like, 
it's not the worst thing if he shares his ice cream with the dog. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Like in London, probably people think that is really bad. Yeah, they, they get a bit. But I grew up in country Australia. Yeah, because you you were saying we went to a school with ten kids. That's it. Ten maximum. When I left, there was like two children left. But yeah, there was like ten kids. From age four to thirteen, we all sat in the same classroom. And I remember back in the day, like I was, I was thinking about this the other day. My teacher used to send me to the shop, which was about half a mile away, to get her cigarettes. Awesome! <laughs> <laughs> That's a scummy mummy confession right there. That's amazing. So Your teacher got you to buy cigarettes. Yeah, she. It was like the seventies. Get me some bags. Yeah. <laughs> How old like, were you at this point? Probably six or seven. <laughs> I love the Scottish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's yeah. very Scottish, oh, isn't it? Surprising oh. it wasn't a tenant's extra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No wonder they want independence. They want freedom for this kind of thing to be legal. Yeah. That's and right. good luck to them. Wow. Yeah. I think we've uh, sadly reached the end of the oh, podcast. I don't want it to end, Ellie. I just I don't want it to end. Um, I, I actually, before we end the podcast, I have to do a shout out to a listener. Regular listeners of the podcast will know my catchphrase is not since university. Whenever I make res- uh, reference to anything lesbotic, because I had a dalliance with a woman back then basically oh. she had a little you're only go. telling me this at the end and you're yeah. dropping it in like a little tiny you know soup song of information anyway I feel like this should have been a whole section yeah, yeah. so anyway I used to be a lesbian yeah, yeah. right so that's that's a catchphrase anyway so this podcast fan Raquel hello met the woman I had not since university with no and way it, and it blew her mind so hello to Raquel <laughs> at least that was all it blew yeah. <laughs> Do, do you have something you'd like to say to her now? Do you have something like a, a memory of that time you learned it or just a, you know, a message? I, no. I'm okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's still a spark. There. I think there's still a residual. I, I had to double take. You're lucky you can bloody remember university. Yeah, that, that's I true. I can't even remember half the things that went on. Well, maybe you were at it. Who I knows? drank a lot of Mad Dog 2020 then. Oh, oh yeah. What's that? Before Hennessy. Well, you know, there you are. I like, I like you've had a residual twinge there. Yeah, no, you, you a caught my twinge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that's it then for the podcast, Ellie. That's it for the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you like our nonsense, please tell your friends and please buy our book, which is out now. It is, Ellie. It's on Amazon and at great bookstores all around the country. And the people of Brighton, we're doing a big gig at Comedia on the 28th of June. So come yes. to that and Camp Festival and a few other festivals we're looking oh, forward to. So good. It's awesome, isn't it? And the Hay Festival on the 2nd of June. Oh, all of the festivals. Yeah. We're festing it right up. Yeah. Nikki, have you got anything you want to plug or where, where people can find out more about you or follow you or things? Oh, right, yeah. At DJ Nikki Beatnik on all the socials. Beatniktv.com on YouTube. That is our um, DJ vlog. So we do loads of tips for aspiring DJs. So yeah, there's a load of stuff up there and then our website's got all our record releases on it so that's beatniktv.com Nikki, DJ Nikki Beatnik you've been an amazing guest thank you so much for coming on the podcast No problem Thank you very much No problem Until next time Bye-bye I was DJing at my party at 57 German Street and Leonardo DiCaprio came Of course he did Of course he did he was just hanging out. He always used to come there and like Pharrell would be there and Khalees would be there and Missy Elliott would come and there was always someone. And so afterwards they were like, he's staying at the Metropolitan. Do you want to come for a party? And I was like, yeah, cool. Can I bring someone? They were like, yeah, cool. You know, and so my friends went beforehand and they were all in the hotel room partying. And I went with a guy. I don't, I don't even remember. I think he was like my mate, but he's a bouncer and blah, blah. So I took, and they were like, no, sorry only girls can come in Leonardo, Leo only wants women in here so basically they just invited hot girls 
to go to his hotel room for filth or whatever <gasps> party. And um, so I went in and I was like, I said hi to my mates and that. And he was in the bathroom with two people that I know that shall remain nameless. Oh, we know them. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was um, one of them Dane Bowers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was Dane and, Bowers and Omar Sharif. And small. Ben from Fatsum. No, I love Ben from Fatsum. What's wrong with you? Oh, no, you? I love him. He's I married love him to Vanessa so Felt. I know, the I know. best woman of all time. Oh, oh. I love Vanessa. We love you, Vanessa. That was my favourite record of that era. Oh, Me and my okay. friend, we my, still do a dance mine, to it. but I really like Ben. <laughs> yeah, so basically, they wouldn't let me in with the guy. So I said hi to my friends, high-fived. And I know some other things, but I can't mention on here that went down. <gasps> oh, and we're gonna and I left. And that was my Leo story. We're now going to turn the tape recorder off. Tape recorder? <laughs> Is it the 80s? It's a, it's a Commodore 64. Yes. <laughs> We're now going to wind down the gramophone recording machine and, uh, and, and hear the rest of that story. Yes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.